0: All right. Who's ready to listen to this podcast episode all about my most embarrassing failure yet? You're in for a treat, guys. Here we go. You're listening to the Anxious Creative Podcast, episode 40. I overthink, I overshare, and I overanalyze. So come explore with me as I chat about business, life, and relationships all through the lens of an anxious creative. Okay, who's curious? Because who doesn't love a good embarrassing story, right? Am I right? Failure and embarrassment are two things that for some reason we're so attracted to hearing about. Um, but what I'm really wanting to share with you guys is to share with you yeah, my embarrassing failure, but also how I've worked through it and how it's helped me. So, let's get right into it. Um, let's just rewind. <laughs> That's my rewind sound to 2010 when I decided to open up my own business and um, I was, oh, this might be two of my most embarrassing failures to t- be a- to be was going to say TBH, to be honest. Um, so you're in for a double, double whammy treat. But 2010, I opened up my own business. Um, I was in the middle of an unhealthy relationship and marriage um, that was coming to an end and i was starting my business. so, embarrassing failure number 1 that i didn't even think of, but my failed marriage. you guys, that was that one was I'm going to lie, that one was like a tough one and i'm surprised that i didn't think of that being my most embarrassing failure um because i've got lots of them. and that's kind of what you're going to hear in this episode is failure is all around us and if i let failure stop me from doing if i let my divorce and my failed marriage stop me from getting into another relationship uh, I wouldn't be with the amazing man that I am with right now. And Nick is so just a plug for Nick. <laughs> he's amazing. Um he, as I'm recording this, he's out of town. and I was just texting him how, like he makes me such a better person. And you guys, you guys know that I'm like a hot mess. And I feel I was like the other day, um we I was like home we were home together for like twelve hours because I got in from l a. and then, he left the next morning and i was like you know what i i have become such a better person with him around because i'm like i tidy up after myself i go to bed early and i get up well and i stay on task but like literally the moment that he left it all fell to shit <laughs> and not that i don't re- i don't want to say i rely on him to be the better version of myself but he definitely does make me be a better version of myself and having a supporting loving partner um is amazing and he believes in my dreams when i don't believe in them. And he definitely does make me a better person. And this is not at all where this podcast episode was supposed to be going to. But if I let my failed relationship, my failed marriage um, stop me from ever trying again, I would have never met Nick. And you guys, he is the backbone to me and my business. And he, um, he just helps me push forward and be able to continue to create this stuff for you guys that um, I love hearing from you that it is helping you in your business. Anyway, back to 2010 in the middle of a divorce in my business and realizing that I couldn't keep up with everything in my business and I needed to get some help. And so I hired someone to like answer emails and answer phone calls. And it was like such a mess because I was so scared to hire someone. I didn't know if I had the money. It's kind of like that weird in-between place where I know a lot of you guys are with your businesses where you're like, I need to hire someone, but I need the money to pay them first but I can't get the money unless I hire them to do the work first. And it's like that weird in between of like, yeah, like I need them to come do the work, but I don't have the money, but I can't get the money to pay them without them coming to doing the work. And it's scary. So I kind of hired someone like a very, sorry, my nose is running very, very part-time. And I kept getting frustrated being like, why is she not doing it right? Why isn't she doing the things well? Like, what's going on? And then I ended up like letting her go and it was a friend and it was awkward and I felt bad. And I don't, I know I did not communicate it well because I was so scared to communicate. I didn't know how to communicate properly. And I just remember being frustrated. Then I like kept on like hiring or like trading services with like friends. Cause I'm like, Oh, this is easier. They're my friend. And this makes it way easier to like, just get them to come do some work. So like come clean some bowls at the salon or do some laundry and answer emails. Um, but then because they're my friend, I didn't know how to, uh, give them constructive criticism and how to direct them. And because I wasn't necessarily paying them, but I was doing their hair for them and like, ended up being this weird thing. And I kept being like, Oh, why do I, why does this keep not working out for me? Uh, and then I moved to Calgary and I started over and I worked for my basement. And then I got into the salon. And once again, I kind of became friends with someone. They were super excited. And then um, I was trying, I was on my journey to like learning to communicate better. But when I like kind of, when it- she was like really excited to work with me. But then when I was like no longer the fun, exciting person, but I was like the boss trying to like, be like, Hey, you need to get your work done. It like went so sideways and weird and I won't get into the details. um, But this was like someone that was doing administrative stuff for me. And I wanted, I wanted to get together and talk it through. And then uh, it just like ended up all being through text. And I remember after that being like, shit, like every time I hire someone to come do admin stuff for me, it just doesn't seem to work out. And what am I doing wrong? And obviously it's me, like it keeps happening to me. Um, and I also realized along the journey that I, anytime I was frustrated with them, it was really just, I was frustrated with myself because I wasn't communicating properly enough. I wasn't setting the proper expectations. And I remember thinking like, you know what? I just, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe growing my business isn't for me. I was so scared after having these um couple people just like not working out that I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm just, I'm just not cut out for anything bigger. And I have these big goals and dreams of wanting to help other people. Um, but like, I can't even do this one employee thing. So I don't know. And so, yeah, that was a thing. And then, and then I did find somebody (coughs) who was doing administrative work for me and it was working pretty well. Um, but she like had a full-time job and, there's only so much she could take on, but then it was like, it was working good. So I kind of find a balance there and I was like, you know what? I'm so glad I didn't give up. Um, I finally found somebody that, um, you know, could help me that excelled in the areas that I didn't excel in, which is so, so good because I felt so embarrassed. And then that's not even the most embarrassing part. So then uh, I decided I wanted like, what's the next step to grow my business? I'll hire a hairstylist. And it wasn't even something that I was thinking about, but, um, she came to me and I was like, maybe this is like divine timing. So a lot of, you know, I had a hairstylist work for me for a year as an employee. And I, let me tell you, I learned so much that year. Um, I, and I learned it the hard way. And I remember, so about a year after she started working for me, uh, or like m- before a year, I started realizing like, I don't love being a boss. I don't love, I I've, I was struggling with communicating and I was struggling with um, how to, how to um, motivate uh, an employee. And I was struggling because I realized I started off on the wrong foot. And that um, it was really... And, and if any of you guys are in this place where you're thinking about hiring and stuff, um, I just really want you to think about wearing like a boss hat. And this is something that's really important is that oftentimes, because as you guys know, my biggest thing in life is I just want people to like me. And I know you guys are like that too. I think that's everyone. And I was chatting with my friend the other day about this is that we just really want people to like us. And then when you have to get someone to do their work, it's really hard. and They might not like you anyway. So what I realized is in the beginning, um, I just wanted to be friends and being friends with someone, um, is great, but you can't always, you don't always end up having that res- level of respect. Or authority, or, you know, I didn't even know how to position myself as a boss. And you guys, I ended up letting her go because I just knew it wasn't my time and I needed to do some more work on myself before I became a boss. And honestly, I feel like. After that, I was like, what am I doing? Like, I'm just not cut out for this stuff. I've tried, you know, I, I kind of found someone who was doing admin and emails and stuff for me, which really helped. But I had all these other times that like kept failing. And then I had a stylist work work for me and I felt like a failure and a boss that I like couldn't be a good boss for her. And I, I knew I wasn't giving her what she needed. And so letting her go was the hardest decision ever, but I knew it would help her become better because I wasn't giving her what I could. And I just, I felt so embarrassed And like a total failure. I was like, I can't, I can't even be a boss to one person. How am I ever going to achieve these big things? (laughs) And Leroy makes an appearance on the podcast. How am I ever going to achieve these big dreams and goals in my head? And I just, I wish we, I could hear you guys, but like, how many of you guys have thought that like, I can't even achieve this one little thing. Who am I to be dreaming bigger and better things? Because I can't even do this. And that's exactly where I found myself. I was like, you know what? Shit. Like I suck. And I started thinking that I'm like, I'm not a good boss. I clearly like, there's something wrong with me. This I'm the common denominator. Like I keep having to, you know, let people go because it's not working or I'm feeling frustrated. And you guys have heard me say before, but a lot of it, I had to work on myself and I had to realize that I wasn't, I was not positioning myself as the owner of my business. And, um, I just wasn't, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> just totally tripped up on my thought process. But basically guys, I was just super embarrassed because like, how many times am I going to try and how many times am I fail? And I kind of just wanted to be like, that's it. I'm done. Like I'm, I'm done trying. I'm just going to play small. And I realized that failure is just an essential part of success. And the more I listened and talked to more people, the more I heard their stories of failure. And the thing that only separates successful people from failures is they don't stop trying. And that's what I'm really getting to with this is that you guys now, I learned so much from all of those experiences. And it's, I think, I forget who it was that I heard this, but it's never um, winning and losing. It's always winning and learning. And that was huge. And it's never failure. It's always an opportunity to learn and grow. And so if I would have let those times where like, oh yeah, like um, I hired someone and they like didn't reply to an email to a client well and they rep- misrepresented my business. I had been like, oh my goodness. And like, I'm such a control freak, you guys. You know that. And um, I just wanted to be in control of everything. And, and at the end of the day, I had to learn that, especially for outsourcing things in my business, that it, it caused me so much anxiety, so much. But mistakes are going to happen whether I do it or someone else does it. And so I remember having this unreal expectation on the people that I was getting to do work for me that they should never make a mistake because I was paying them. Whoa, what a huge mistake on my part. Everyone's going to make mistakes. Now, if they're continuing to make the same mistake over and over and over again, that's a whole nother story. But if they can learn from their mistakes and grow from them and make sure it doesn't happen again, you're only going to better your business one day at a time. And you can't... This is what I heard Rachel Hollis say the other day. And I think I've heard this quote somewhere before, but don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. And I was comparing my business to someone else that had been doing business way longer than I had or been having employees way longer. And I'm like, why isn't this working? And we don't often talk about these failures. And I think I think they need to be talked about more for sure. But, um, but so many of us want to like, have the appearance that like we've got it all together and it's just, just not true. And so that's why I'm shining light on my most embarrassing failures is that you guys, I really sucked as a boss. I really, really sucked at it. I was not a good boss because I didn't know how to act or behave and I didn't know how to communicate and through those failed times of being a boss I learned I chose to take them and learn from them was there like year months and years in between where I was like "Mm, I'm done I'm not doing this absolutely but I, I wish I would have learned quicker and I wish I would have had the mindset of like this isn't a failure don't be embarrassed this is a learning lesson so you can get better Okay, you guys know the deal. I come on and interrupt myself quickly just to let you know that this episode of The Anxious Creative is brought to you by my free online resources. If you're in business for yourself or just wanting to help improve yourself, go to dbfreebie.com And check out my free business and life resources. I've got six secrets to kick overwhelm to the curb, seven key steps to grow your clientele, the three mistakes you might be making in your business and how to help them, and so much more. So go to DB like Don Bradley, freebie f R E E B I E dot com to go download all your free resources to help you live an even better life. All right, back to me rambling cool thing is, is that now I have an amazing team behind me. um, And I decide. you know what I learned is that I learned, I don't, I like inspiring and encouraging and teaching, but I didn't want to be responsible for somebody in my salon. And so now I have Sarah who works out of the salon with me, and she's her own business. And I get to help push her and grow her and encourage her and support her. And she's doing amazing things. Plugs for Sarah. If you guys are on Instagram at Sarah Claire hair, you should go follow her. She's awesome. She is the sweetest person. I so So, You know, like I found through being a a boss to an employee, or else that's not what I want to do. I want to help push someone else's business forward. I want to help someone else succeed in business. I found through my failure, I found the thing that I truly love and am good at and want to help other people with. And so I have Sarah working at a salon with me. Now I also have Elena, who if you guys have ever emailed us, you've gotten in touch with Elena. She's amazing. She's such a gem. And I would have never met her if I wouldn't have had these failures before. And like I said, it's 2019. I started in 2010. That's a long, hard road of learning. And so if I can help you guys with your businesses, because I know some of you guys are sitting here and you've got big dreams, big goals to to help people, but already you're discouraged because you're like, I'm not cut out for it. I don't think I can do it. I'm not made for it. I 100% understand. 1000% um, feel you because that was me. And I'm super bummed that it took me 9 years To get to the point to learn some of those lessons. And it took me, you know, having to have multiple people kind of have like short term working experiences with me for me to like turn it around, look at me, see where I needed to get better, see where I needed to grow, see where I needed to get uncomfortable so that I could. Grow my business so I could ultimately help more people because I know you like we're not in it just for the money. Yes, money's an essential part of living and money's great and I want to help people make more money, but we're also in it because we care about people, we want to help people. And that's what I'm really passionate about. But am I going off on a tangent here? I'm obviously getting super passionate about this, but I just realized like I I couldn't get rid of that like burning feeling of like wanting to do more. And I was like, okay. Hey, The only way I can do more is if I get help. I can't, you know, the resounding. I think my like mantra for this year is if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And realizing that I need to really build a team of people that we can work together, we can grow together, we can be vulnerable with. And, you know, that's the coolest thing. And let me like just plug Elena now because she's awesome. I also have Jillian. I'll talk about Jillian in a second too, because she's like the reason why I'm where I'm at right now. But Elena, one time, Um, made a mistake because she owned it. And that was huge for me. And she's like, you know, I won't make it happen again. And there's been times where like, and as a boss, you have to stay humble. And there was one time and I love telling the story. And she's, if she's listening to this, she's giggling because I was in the back room at the salon and I was like, ah, we don't have this thing. Like it was for, I was trying to find, um, it doesn't matter. It was like a spreadsheet and I'm so not techie and like no spreadsheets. And I was like typing her from the back up when she was up at the front of the salon. And I was like, Hey, we don't have this thing. Like what happened? Why isn't this being done? And then I heard her walking to the back of the salon. And as she did it, I realized, Oh, like I totally didn't see it. It's totally there. I like got like a little bit ahead of myself and excited. And she was so gracious with me as well. And I think that's the thing too, I've had to learn about being a boss is that I need to stay humble. I need to admit when I don't have it right. And when she's got it right, I need to uplift her. And and the more you're like that, the more your team. I'm no expert on um on like how to run your team, but I do know that compassion and grace and empathy make people feel more comfortable, have them work harder. And and especially for my team, like we work well when we're encouraged and supported. We don't work well under that like pressure. And so Elena has been gracious with me when I've been like, you know, and I, and I own it. I'm like, you know what? You're totally right. I totally miss this. Thank you. Um, and then it builds the respect. So anyway, you guys, like I said, this is a whole business thing, but like my most embarrassing failure has turned into become my greatest success. And so I have Elena working with me. I have Sarah working out of the salon with me. And then Jillian, you guys, she's amazing. She is the one that like over a year ago, um, I knew she was kind of starting this online business management. And I was like, I need someone like that. I need someone to be better at the things that I suck at. I need someone who is better at the things that I suck at. And Jillian is that she is organized. She can put things that are all floating around here and put it together. And she has helped build my team. She has helped me find the right people. Um, and, and she's so valuable. So anyway, all that to say, like failure and embarrassment are tough and nobody likes feeling embarrassed. I had this whole therapy session once where we were working through some stuff and we got to the bottom of it and I was like I didn't like feeling embarrassed and she just she just went mm, and like nodded her head and was like humiliation is tough. And I just like the waterworks came out. I was bawling and I was like humiliation, that's it. That's such a trigger for me in my life and there You know, like you think back, I think back to childhood and not to be like the whole inner child thing, but I truly believe it, you guys, is that like there's a lot of stuff that we, when we look back on our childhood, we're like, oh, that wasn't so embarrassing. But at that moment when you were five or six or seven, in the moment, it was extremely embarrassing. And those feelings were really real at the time. And even though they don't seem that big now, they were at the moment. And acknowledging that and honoring it and working through it can help you. And so one of my things is like, I really struggle to show emotion sometimes, even excitement, not just crying or anger or whatever, because I just didn't know how to be okay with showing emotion and I was I I had been embarrassed when I had shown emotion when I was younger. So anyway, that's like a whole deep therapy thing, but I just want you guys to think I know I know myself included, I'm still scared of failure. I'm still scared of being embarrassed. Literally the other day I was chatting with my friend on Instagram and um, I I don't know if you guys pull tarot cards, but I pulled a tarot card, and it was um the Hanged Man, and I was like, ah, this is scary. And if you guys aren't into that, um, it's super interesting to learn about. It's really just about helping your intuition guide you. And I'm my intuition is so strong, and I, and it's really cool. So um, I was talking with her about it, and and we were chatting about it, blah 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 blah. And I was like, you know, what? my initial gut feeling was like scared. I was like, oh no, like and I don't really know a lot about this stuff. I'm still learning, but basically I was like, it like, you know, the hangman, it's like, it's, it's a picture of like a guy hanging by one of his feet upside down. And I was like, and I read about it and I was like, oh no, like I'm going to crash and burn. And my immediate fear was that I was going to be embarrassed. Ah, that's like such an underlying thing for me. And I know it's for a lot of us is like embarrassment is huge. And then I was telling her, I'm like, immediately, as soon as I pulled that card and read about it, I was like, My fear spiked, spiked, (laughs) Um, peaked, and immediately I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to be publicly humiliated!" And right now, right now, you guys, as you probably know, I'm in this building phase of my business that I'm wanting to grow it, and I'm wanting to help more people. And I feel really strongly about helping other people overcome the things that I had to go through. And I want to be the person that I wish I would have had in the beginning of my business and in the beginning of my self development journey. And so I'm so I feel so strongly about that. But then all of a sudden this insecurity peaked. And I'm like, what if I misspeak? What if I say like, like, what if I say something on my podcast that someone's like, oh my gosh, like I totally don't agree with that, or like, who is she to say that? And and even just right now, when I'm talking about all this, I'm like, oh, is somebody, is somebody going to be listening to this that's like, oh Don, but the thing is is that if you try to be for everyone, you're not going to be for anyone. And I need to get over that. So anyway, there's going off on a tangent, but She's like, interesting, like you need to work with that. And that could be, we were kind of like having this big woo-woo talk, not woo-woo in the sense that like, I just don't want to get into the vocabulary because I know this doesn't resound with everybody that's listening to this. Um, but, But it just made me realize that like, you know what I need to have, I need to believe in my goals and my dreams more than I'm scared of the failure and the embarrassment and I need to be okay with the fact that I know... like, Part of me is like, I'm super excited about things right now, you guys. And I'm super pumped. But there's part of me that's like, ooh, but when's the bottom going to fall out from underneath it? When's the public embarrassment? When am I going to go speak on a stage and something on uh, my fly is going to be down or something embarrassing is going to happen? I'm scared of that. That's legit like one of my biggest fears. But I know that the impact I want to make and how I want to help other people is more important than any failure or embarrassment that I might feel and that I can pick myself up back again. So how's that for a motivational talk, guys? Um, I just want you to know that failures are an essential part of success. Failures are part of all of our journeys. Talk to anyone that you admire, anyone that's successful, and they will tell you a story about failure if they don't, let me know cuz I'm super curious. If you can if you can find someone who has not encountered failure on some level in their whether it be their personal life, their professional life, or whatever, I'm super curious if that exists. I really honestly don't think it exists at all. So, I just want that to be an encouragement because I know we're the same people and I know you and you're holding yourself back. You've maybe got some excuses, you've got some fears, of why you're scared to make it the next step. You've maybe seen someone else fail at what you want to do or maybe you failed in the past yourself, but I want you guys to push past that. I want you to just remember that there's, there's more to life than failures and everyone encounters failures at some point or another. Anyway. <laughs> I got super excited during this episode. This was super fun to record. You guys are amazing. Thank you for showing up week in, week out at the Anxious, for The Anxious Creative. Um, you guys know that I love this. I love to be able to come help you on your journey wherever you're at. Um, I'm super curious if you guys could like shoot me a DM on Instagram. We've got The Anxious Creative Podcast Instagram that we are working on. Also Don, at Don Bradley Hair. Uh, or you can listen to this on Google and uh, Google Play and iTunes, which you, if you are listening to this are on my website. But I would love if you reached out And let me know if you found value in these episodes and what you've liked and what you'd like to hear. And also, as per usual, if you could send me a review on iTunes, that helps this podcast do better. It helps it get to more people. And you guys know one of my big dreams and goals is to be able to help more people, to help them grow personally and professionally in their businesses. And so I'm just asking that small favor is if you've gotten value out of my podcast, whether it be this episode or a past episode, if you could leave a review I would love you forever. Um, or if you're watching this, I'm, vi- I'm videotaping this at the same time. I don't know when I'll get this up online, but if you're watching this, just leave a comment. Um, and that, that I just so appreciate that support. So, anyway, you guys rock. Don't be scared of failure. Don't be scared of embarrassment. You guys, I've fallen on my face lots. Like I said, I have had relationship fails, my marriage failed. I've had professional failures with like hiring admin, hiring a stylist. You guys, I've fucked up a lot. And I've been embarrassed of it and I failed, but that's why I've been able to succeed now. Cool. All right. Thanks for joining me this week and make sure to stay tuned subscribe, like share, you know, the deal, uh, and I'll chat with you next week. Bye guys.